everyone and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Mini Gaming Union podcast for Tuesday, May the 24th. I'm your host, Osiris, and I'm here with the lovely Lauren. Hey, guys. Dashing Daryl. Howdy. And Cowardly Colin. Cowardly. What? <laughs> oh, I'll show you Cowardly. Aww. I'm just going to go hide in my Aww. corner right now. You didn't think I was going to be complimentary to you as well, did you? No, no, I didn't. Well, you could have called him complimentary Colin, and then he would have had compliment. complimentary Colin. Oh, that's also quite a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how is everybody? Not bad. Sick and deathly. Wait, it, it doesn't sound like you're doing very well. <laughs> yes, I am sick, so I will spread my germs to you via podcast form. She has the internet yes. plague. Colin Kindly. has had the internet plague for quite a while. I've had it for like yeah. the past month. We've all been he- sending it back and forth through each other uh, through Skype, I think. Mm. I haven't yeah. had it. Oh, you'll get it you're once next. you meet up. You're next. Three. Ha, 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 ha. Did you <laughs> just say you were going to infect me at E3? Yes, That's I lovely, am. Colin. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just going to come up to you when you're sleeping and just go... <laughs> just, sni- just sneeze in my face. Like, hey, Daryl! <laughs> Had you <laughs> in the face? Uh, this is a delightful start yeah. to a mm-hmm. podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it's talking yes. about internet plagues. Yeah. Speaking of that, really. Yeah. Um, this is Minigup, and it's our community show for the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series and the Gaming Union forums. Um, we've got quite a jam-packed show, so I'll just give you little um, spoilers, teasers of what's coming up. We've spoilers. got it starts with an E and ends with a three. What's in between, though? <laughs> Nothing. Space. Space. So we'll start. Empty space. We'll start it up. <laughs> we'll start it up with our community responses to the last episode, and our main topic is E3. In case you haven't guessed, um, a couple I of hadn't. people on this show might be very excited, and You're one very down. sad person over here not so excited. Me, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daryl's not excited at all. No, not at all. <laughs> We've also got a forum thread, which is um, to do with parents buying mature games for underage kids and a question segment also focusing on um assassin's creed 3 <gasps> assassini uh, assassini <laughs> assassini yes so i think we're all excited for that apparently or we just all want to speak italian it's just italian i don't know <laughs> what you're talking about that's a one spice you the meatball <laughs> that's a completely different franchise <laughs> <laughs> nothing stopping Ezio from eating luigi it's, it's a me mario mario, mario. He is in uh, Assassin's Creed as well. And, and we have True. already gone off topic. Yes. Exactly. Well, it is a topic, but not at this current moment. <laughs> um, just to remind anybody who's never listened to this show before, FF and KH Union has a new show every Tuesday. The series includes three different shows that follow a weekly release cycle of King Hearts Union, Final Fantasy Union, and Minigup, which you'll listen to right now. Yay! The this podcast is produced by GamingUnion.net and TweaksMusic.com comes out on iTunes and the Gaming Union Network. Um, don't think we've got many announcements this week, uh, except for... We're going to E3! Do you want to be on our podcast? No, that's not our <laughs> announcement. They already know that. Do you want to go to E3? Well, you can't. Tough. In Aww. your face. Don't worry, that's we'll so go mean. on your behalf. Yeah. Yeah. I already know this feeling. I'm on the behalf. I'm here on behalf of people that aren't going to E3, and have sad panda faces. Aww. But anyway, you were going to say. Yes. Um, we only have one announcement, and it's one that we've already announced. So I'll keep it brief. Um, if you want to be on any of our shows, we're still running auditions for King Hearts Union and Final Fantasy Union. So if you are looking to be on our podcast series, then there is a thread on the forums. So. 
if you still haven't auditioned, please, please, please audition. Your take a whack up. at it. Mm. We're mm-hmm. open to pretty much anybody taking a whack at it, and you got to be sixteen really years or older at least. At least, yeah, that's our yeah. only restriction. At least, at least. And, and also, you're going to like need a mic. the looks of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might need a mic. Yeah, there's quite a lot of restrictions now we're going through, isn't there? Indeed. Although it'd be pretty cool if we could do it telepathically, just send in our audition. It is the like, 21st century. I'm sending it in. That should send, be able to happen We could send the podcast into people's minds. Just mm. insert it into a chip. It would be like Ghost in the Shell. Let's have a Vocaloid be the next guest. <clears throat> that would be amazing. That would be cool. Hatsune Miku, <laughs> let's invite her onto the show. Yes! If you can get that, then we shall have our own mini gut. That's Colin's... I'm just that's his new mission. Yeah, that's, that's his, his new mission. mission. Fantasizing right now. I mean, what? Oh, let's 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 <laughs> leave that one alone and move on to community responses. Um, if you want your responses to anything we talk about on the show, uh, you can have your responses on the next show. Look for this thread for the podcast in in the Gaming Union forums in the podcast section, or you can reply to um, the specific threads that we featured. Um, just add your reply, and you never know. You might be hearing uh, it's, us it's giving you a shout-out. It's got to be some, something substantial. Yes, it's got to be relevant. Something profound. Because last Saying week we you had... guys suck probably doesn't count. That is not profound. No, that I, is I profound lame. I will call out everybody that says we suck. <laughs> most of the time, you, you suck, Sauce. <laughs> last week's podcast topic was, what are you doing, Sony? We had a long discussion about Sony's troubles mm-hmm. with PSN. Three weeks, and it's finally and back up. It's still ongoing. Yeah. We're, we're Sony just hopefully. got hacked. Another Sony thing just got hacked today. Oh, again? Facepalm. Yep. What? It's ridiculous. What got hacked? Like, what What part? Like, what happened? Um, Some Japanese subsidiary called Sonet. So, uh, I think they're in, like, a se- internet service provider in Japan. Uh-huh. They got hacked. Oh, uh, it's yeah, ridiculous. Wait, are, they, are they part of Sony? Yep. Interesting. So, the one response that we're featuring this <clears throat> week is from High Wind Death, and they said... Personally, I think that Sony is totally not to blame. I mean, they made the product, relinquished ownership to a store, then the customer received ownership. It is thereby their own responsibility for their console. I, I just want to add that that is incredibly ironic, because that is exactly what GeoHot was fighting for. <laughs> Complete and utter ownership of the console. Which is not no, really I the case, because people... the thing that got hacked was PlayStation Network, and that's a Sony service. I think lots of people are still arguing mm-hmm. over what people should be allowed to do with their consoles e- even though we're all still like waiting for PSN to come back properly mm-hmm. yeah. and as I've been saying just get the hell out of my PSN <laughs> yeah I mean sure if the Russian hackers want to use their PS3s to uh, crack supercomputers then then why shouldn't they be able to <laughs> indeed that is a very I t- tough I take it that you argument. guys didn't hear about that tough no? point to no. argue because PS3s like basically have the power of supercomputers Russian hackers were hooking them up and uh, they were doing uh, basically a hacking technique called brute force which is where you literally just go through every single combination until you find out the right one mm-hmm. yeah. and they were using that mm-hmm. to like hack federal databases and stuff wow it's well, all out on of a hand. slightly more positive note I remember hearing that um, it's not a PS3 but Xbox 360 I heard that um, what uh, people were using like surgeons were using it to practice uh, surgery and stuff they were using the Xbox Connect. Connect. yeah mm, Connect. So yeah they've cool, been using the Connect for a lot of stuff they've been using it for robotics uh, bombs that's disposal. been hacked to death yeah definitely yeah but Microsoft have, has left that as a pretty open system yeah so. Microsoft just like yeah. just go for it someone even hacked <laughs> it to work with the PS3 Yep. Yeah, that, it's probably because they say, like, we don't know what to do with it, so you guys just do whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll figure we'll, it out we'll once you have something good on the system. <laughs> but you never know. They might have some announcements coming up at E3. They said so they've got tons of coming up. Tons of announcements. So that leads us on to our main topic, which is E3. E3. It's... It's in a couple of weeks. This is the last episode of Mini Up before you guys all jet off to E3. Mm. I will be sitting at home watching the conferences without you guys. So tell we'll me, Daryl. Jeff Keeley to keep your attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell me, Daryl, what have you got in store on the site for E3 coverage? Um, I honestly don't know yet. Hopefully, lots of it. Lots of news, mostly. Yes, yeah. lots, lots of, of new announcements, um, previews, hands-ons. Hopefully. Well, there, there are less of us going this year because. E3 put stipulations <coughs> in place to make it more difficult mm. to get in. Mm-hmm. Which so, staffers are going? It's going to be me, Colin, Lauren, Jordan, and Sean. I Five believe Churro is going as well, but not he representing yeah, us. Yeah, will be going under KHU. No, sorry, not so KHU. KH2.co.uk. We can sort of steal some of his stories as well, mm-hmm. yeah. hopefully. Like, come here, Churro. We're almost seeing every single major publisher. Yeah. Are but, you guys all going to the conferences, or...? Uh, we're, we're kind of splitting it up. Yep. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah. no one will be able to write about them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think we have, like, most of our schedule already filled up. I, I don't think Daryl's even made <coughs> time for, like, food. There is no time for food. We don't eat. We didn't eat at E3 last year. I want to eat. That's why you stack up on granola bars. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, such I, an angry person. <laughs> I, I just stole the free food and ate Rice Krispie Squares. Mm-hmm. Yay. Wow. It'll be good for dieting if you go to It is. To it's very good for dieting. I think I lost some weight <laughs> when, I, when I went there last year. <laughs> the first year I went to E3, I had a bag, big bag of Doritos, which was my breakfast, and it lasted oh. me for a week. That's not a good diet. Uh, That's not so good. No, not Although we did have cookies last year. Famous Amos, yeah, if I Nick's, recall. Nick's bag of cookies. <laughs> well, we're going to have a continental breakfast this time, so... Which we will I probably am... have not time to eat. Yeah, we'll be rushing. Well, up I to plan eat on taking it with me, and I'm Just having it. Take the it. breakfast with you on the plate. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'll have that <laughs> so... continental breakfast to go, please. So, <laughs> apart from the food, what are you guys all most excited to hear about or get your hands upon? Metal well, Gear. I'm not entirely sure what we're allowed okay. to say what we're seeing because a lot of it's still under wraps. Mm, I mm-hmm. think we can say what Mom's we are looking forward to, but not what we are actually. Going to. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good place to start. I'm looking forward to, like I said earlier, Metal Gear. <laughs> as always, as always. As although always. I don't think there will be a Metal Gear, but one can always hope. I yeah. don't know. It's Kojima's got something planned. Oh, he always has likely. something planned, and I have a feeling it's yeah. got something to do with the PS3 and NGP. How old, Don? What? <laughs> oh, Don Matrick. This last year at the press conference, he oh, came yes. on and was like, "Hi, yeah, Hello. I'm Hideo Kojima. I'm going to go now and let this guy talk, though." I, know. <laughs> I hope he doesn't do that again. That would. Thank he came onto the stage for five seconds and introduced the producer of Rising. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, really, I'm really looking forward to... I mean, of course, there's the obvious, you know, Uncharted and... Uncharted 3. Um, Assassin's Creed. Uncharted 3 is going to be, like, a major part of Sony's press conference. Oh, it's so it is. Yeah, it's got to be, really. It's going to be in 3D. But I'm yeah. actually really looking forward to um, Bioshock Infinite. I've been... I, They've I've been, been pretty so quiet on that recently. I know. Which That's because really of Rapture. Shame. It's been mm. their marketing campaign. It's <laughs> <laughs> But, which... like, I watched the gameplay video, so I'm really hoping there's something playable with it. Like, uh, maybe even that part I wouldn't mind playing at all. 
but um, I'm just excited because it's it's the original writers, so it's the same people coming in from the first one. It's not the people from the second it's one. Ken Levine. <sighs> I'm so excited. So Who we may or yeah, may not be getting to speak to. Ooh, yeah, always the possibility. What about um, hardware project cafe uh, NGP? You guys going to be the NGP for that? me. Sure. I'm, I'm excited about Project Cafe, but not so <laughs> Lauren. NGP. Sure. I just want NGP <laughs> release and pricing. That's all I'm interested mm. in. For I'm NGP more excited. At the moment. Yeah, I'm more excited about the NGP than Project Cafe. If only because helps. I don't know a lot if, about it. What Nintendo huh? needs to do is show a new Mario and Zelda game for for Project Cafe. Although that's unlikely. Because yeah, yeah, I that would get saw. everyone really excited. Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just to get my hands. I want to get my hands on one of those NGP. They've got to show them off for. I'm going to manhandle the NGP. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the rumor that Twilight Princess... Sorry, not Twilight Princess. Skyward, uh, Skyward Sword. Sword is going to be delayed so that it can have a joint release. Just it's like going to be Princess Twilight too. Princess all over again. A GameCube game and then quickly rushed for, for the Wii. Although yep. I'm hoping that the NGP isn't connected to one of the Booth Babes because that would be really awkward if I had mm. to stare at a Booth Babes boobs while I'm playing the game. Just like, could you please just detach it from you? Could I just play it on my Why own? Why would you be staring at her chest yeah, well aren't they playing. like they're like attached to their like their waist not their region it's no, they, can't be, waist. they can't be because there's a fondle pad, pad on yeah, the back exactly. that, that would be uh. wrong if it was attached to their boobs <laughs> and then fondling mmm <laughs> fondle <laughs> well, yeah, just like... they're not literally attached to them there's like a cord <laughs> yeah you can pull it away oh. from them but you just can't run off but how it. far away how how long is it oh like a meter is it like a few feet this all sounds very can wrong can I just like be in the other room with the... oh dear <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's well, get think... back to the E3 anyway, <laughs> I think quite a lot of people on the forums were saying that they really want to hear some information about Versus 13. I'm not sure yeah. that's even showing. Do you uh, think they'll be there? I wouldn't I get your hopes up. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath. People yeah. are so... Well, they, Nomura did say that he was... Because they, they didn't show it off at TGS, did they? Yeah, and no, he, like, he said and they were going to be at TGS, but they didn't really show anything. They yeah, showed... and they didn't show it off during the, the first premiere production thingy, really. They did. They, they showed, kind of they did, showed, they kind they of showed gameplay, and then a bunch yeah, of screenshots but... came out from from that. Yeah, but really. I'm guessing we're gonna see just like a lot of Type Zero, but like, yeah. I don't even. I don't know. I didn't. I, I'm not even optimistic about seeing that either. Well, that would be interesting because Type yeah, Zero is out this summer in Japan. Wasn't yeah, there Japan. recently yeah. a leak of gameplay for Type Zero? Yes, there, there was. was. Twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Airships. But oh my goodness, we've heard absolutely nothing <laughs> about Western. Yeah, it was all Japanese. In Japanese, strange. Although back to um, been quiet. back to uh, Project Cafe, I believe someone on the forum said that their Mitna for me says right now I'm looking forward to news on Project Cafe. What hardware it has? Is it up to snuff with PS3? What controls will it have, and what games will be for it? The controls for that, I, I honestly don't know what they're going to come up with because mm. the rumors <laughs> are just so random. Yeah, like we've the seen the concept work for. For the controller, and it looks like a GameCube pad with it a, like, a touchscreen. It looks exactly in the like a Game Gear to me. Oh, yeah. Game Gear! Old, old school Game Gear. It's crazy, really yeah. Because the latest rumor said it was going to have a camera in built in as well. Yeah, that's right. What would stuff. you even do with a camera in the? Control? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're going to have their AR tech with it, so you can just hold the controller. Yeah, up and then Sony and will laugh at them. Somehow, will, I don't know. Play stuff with the screen or something. <laughs> maybe. 
It's it's really strange, actually, if you think about it, because like this is the first generation where people are like, I don't want another console yet. Yeah, yeah no, who? That's true. It's still at the point where there's a ton of games coming out. But it's it's strange because you know we're we're like six years into this generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And normally at that point, like you know, we would have had console, we would have had the next generation by now already. Yeah. Well, we would have heard of we it. Get... It wouldn't pro- it probably wouldn't come out for the next two or three years. Well, the. Um, PlayStation 3 was first seen and heard about 2005, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't come out until the that following year. 2006. Yeah. Yeah, but that was still after five years of the mm-hmm. PS2. Yeah. Usually I'm we only get... Oh, like, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, like, I think a, a big part of it is just because of the recession and, you know, like, people not having as much money well, now. That I it's, think like, it's really that, hard. but I think it's also because we kind of got to the point now where... <laughs> the games don't really feel like they can get that much better like they can obviously but I, th- I like think it's kind of reached like a plateau yeah, it's like mostly yeah. just aesthetically they could get better and, and that's not necessarily with the sort of games we're getting at the moment that's not necessarily the selling point yeah because it's like mm. no one really cares that much like every the graphics have got to a point where they kind of people expect them to be a certain level. Mm-hmm. It's the not standard like has the been PS one, the PS two. Yeah, I think now people are more concerned with like you know the actual gameplay, how kind of story that is telling. Yeah, because it's like it's I mean, very much just like right now, it's just kind of like choose your poison and then you, that's it. Yeah, I mean like you look at the original PS one games and look at the games that they came at the end of the generation. You see the same with the PS two. That's like a massive disparity. Yeah, but if you look mm-hmm. at the PS3 and Xbox 360 launch games, and you look at the ones that will come out at the end, I don't think there's going to be that much difference. Yeah, I mean, like a game like Heavenly Sword will still be able to hold up with games released now. Heavenly Sword yeah, is still one of the really, I don't know, one of the best looking PS3 games. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Nintendo are doing Project Cafe because I think the Wii is still a little bit behind. A little what, bit. <laughs> a li- Definitely. Yeah, that's <laughs> underestimated. Yeah. Just a tad. It's but a bit it's behind. It's, kind of... it's a different thing. <clears throat> Like it does what it does, and it yeah. probably and, like, and it re- really it, it, it credit where it's due. It does it well. Yeah, and uh, the mm. literally the only reason they're doing cafe is because the Wii is absolutely dying right now. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. I think they want to compete. They want they can't to get even, back they can't in even, it. They're, they're struggling to even give them away. I mean, the it's price so has weird though. So like, much in the they last just year. came out with mm. the 3DS, but the software doesn't seem to support it. They're cannibalizing its sales with like releases of Pokemon Black and White on the DS. I, why? It was strange because I think uh, with the 3DS, like normally when Nintendo release a console, they come in with a load of first-party stuff, and then everyone complains because third-party games don't sell. Mm-hmm. If you look at the 3DS, there were like literally no first-party games. They were all third-party, other than Nintendogs and Pilot Wings and, and Steel Diver. Diver. Which so uh, I think they were trying to give third-party developers like a slice of the pie, mm-hmm. but no one's buying any of the games yeah. so well it doesn't help when kind of publishers like Ubisoft put up some really crappy ones mm-hmm. yeah Splinter Cell 3D Yay. Oh, hopefully they will tell us more at E3 yeah I mean mm-hmm. th- the thing that always excites me about E3 is not so much the games that we know about it's the games we don't know about yeah it's the, the surprise announcements and, and in the last few years I find that there hasn't really been anything because Sony everything's well, been leaked beforehand yeah, like Twisted so, Metal that was yeah. yeah 2000 2009 everything got leaked beforehand so 2010 they released all of their games before E3 just so there couldn't be any leaks yeah and then and E3 itself like, becomes just a show to try out the games and to yeah, talk to the people so, making yeah. them I mean like, there are still some shock announcements like I mean 2009 had Final Fantasy 14 and everyone was mm-hmm. like wait what 
PS3 <laughs> <laughs> That was more disbelief than surprise. Yeah, everyone was just like, that, that's just the greatest part of it. You're like, what? No way, this game isn't coming. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I mean, last year's was kind of, it was strange because, again, last well, year's, last year's wasn't the about Nintendo, who won. Nintendo had a few about, really good ones. Yeah, but Nintendo didn't really blow anyone away. It was just the fact that Sony just didn't really do anything and Microsoft was so Microsoft concerned was about worse. casual Microsoft gamers. had a mm. dance group. Yeah, ESPN. Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft was basically just showing people dancing on stage. It was and then really they wa- boring. And then they were like, oh yeah, everyone's getting a free dancing. Xbox 360. Yeah, just to make people wake up to make sure they'd heard that properly. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can get ESPN on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be, be really some cool if there announcements. Just like a, a I, boom I, I, game out there. I still think that Sony will be announcing some big stuff. I think they've Hopefully. got to. I think they need to pull back. Mm, well, rumours say that they will be announcing some unannounced well they they just announced Starhawk I don't know I don't know why they didn't save that for PR purposes they need to win E3 this year really Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh the press is going to be so awkward it's really strange because Sony's press conference is always really long in comparison to everyone else's I mean they had Kevin Butler on last year (laughs) yeah but they spent like I I remember last year like I was writing down um, during the press conference a list of like exclusive games they were talking about and Nintendo had a ton because they just like well, they announced reimaginations of pretty much every IP they'd ever done. <laughs> yeah. And um, Microsoft were a few, like because they had all those games that aren't going to be on any other platform. And it turns out that Kingdoms isn't even a proper game; it's like a Connect game. Um, <laughs> sorry, that I don't mean to degrade Connect, but really, there's a stigma, kind of segregation. You know, not everyone has Connect. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Sony, I was just run down, and I got Killzone Three. And then after 45 minutes, the only game I still had written down was Killzone 3. <laughs> they spent so long talking about 3D technology and all this crap. And it's like, no one cares. We just want to yeah. know about the games, please. I don't care if Tiger Woods works with Move. I really don't. Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. Like we were saying before, you've got PS3 and Xbox 360. They're, they're, they're our mainstays for the time being. And Project Cafe is the only major hardware update. So... Yeah. If they've only got games to rely on, surely that's all they should be talking about. I mean, well, if you look at Sony's lineup, they do have quite a list of games. I mean, Uncharted Three, like Daryl said earlier, is going to be a big part of the conference. They have Resistance, Resistance, 3, and the they have the yeah. they have the NGP plus all the titles on the NGP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new Ratchet game as well. Yeah, Infamous Two is coming out during E3. Yeah, on the day E3 starts, June Seven. <laughs> Strangely, I wonder if that's I can nab myself a hero edition well. of Infamous Twisted Two. Twisted Metal as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone very you can be sure they're going to talk about Starhawk as well, even though they've already announced it. Are they going to show yeah. it off? Yeah, it's funny. It's just like everything has just like gone oddly silent all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what usually happens before it. E3. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the couple of weeks before it, you just basically get a media blackout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then boom, headshot. You get all all of these announcements. Yep, exactly. So yeah, but we really have to watch what they say. That's what we've got to look forward to in the run up to E3. I I'm excited. No one said they were excited about Modern Warfare 3. No. Nobody's excited. I'm <laughs> no. excited for Battlefield 3. I knew that would make you say that, Colin. <laughs> you know me well. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to our forum thread now. Um, this week we've picked a thread by Tokamere, and his thread was titled, What do you think about parents that buy games for their children that the children are too young to buy themselves? Um, and that would be any games that are rated 18 or mature or whatever rating system you have in your country and parents just buying games that they've not even really they don't even know what's in it suitable for their yeah. children 
Um, researched it. So, Takame's opinion, he opened opened strongly with opinion. He said, Games have ratings for a reason. They're there to stop children witnessing content that they're too young to see. Whether it's violence and blood, swearing or sexual content, children under a certain age, 12, 15, 18, etc., shouldn't be exposed to it. But, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's all very subjective, though. It's very tough one to answer. Because, yeah. I mean, legally, yeah, children shouldn't have games that are underage but it's arguing and also legally there isn't any law law preventing them from buying well there is from buying them in this country at least but not playing them but Mm. there's no there's no law in north america that that, that bans that i I think the big thing about it is just the fact that parents make such fusses about it like such fusses about you know this game is awful because um i bought it for my kid and it had this 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 and this and this and that it's yeah. just kind of like if you think about it, it's re- parents, it's clearly their own fault. Bring your I mean, child into it. an yeah. do you bring your child into an R-rated film? You don't. Like, you, you, you use some you... common sense and you keep them away yeah, from it. I mean, like exactly, the whole and that two works thing exactly recently. the same got, with got, video games. You got the whole Portal Two thing recently with the guy saying that there was a joke about adoption, yeah. which is completely taken out of context, but. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to say that a film with like, that has PG-13 wouldn't make that exact same joke. Yeah, it's just picking exactly. a fight for the sake of it to like push an agenda. It's all just pop mm-hmm. culture. I mean, it's the it's the same in video games as it is in movies and films and TV shows. I mean, I was just watching TV the other day, and you can't, you won't believe how many sexual jokes there were in it. And this is supposed to be a family show. I think it's just the fact show. that with a game, it's something that you like. There's the conception that it's an experience that you're taking part in some it's, games it's more literally than others yeah it's it's something that you're controlling whereas with a film and tv you know it's the characters in the thing it's not real whereas people have this con- like strange perception that the games are real like you know they think I'm that it's a tangible experience on. they're talking to me mm-hmm. it's it's strange mm-hmm. or maybe there's also just like this sort of um thing ingrained in your head because you know like Video games in the past, they didn't really have that much. Like, I think the worst that you got was like, uh, like strip poker games, like stuff like that. But really, they didn't. They didn't get that bad. And if you, if they were bad, you obviously knew that they were bad. I feel like now, since it's kind of become full range, and there's this whole rating system, I think that older generations are not necessarily understanding that there are games that you should not let your kid play. Like I feel like people are just either um, are, are they either just don't realize it or they're just blinded by it. But like games have changed, there there are going to have some mature content in it, and you have to accept that and research. I think like, to some extent it's just lazy parenting. Parents just you know have never well. researched it. But on the same hand, there are children, well you know teenagers that probably are mature enough to buy these games that have this sort of content in them. I mean, you know, I think maybe I would have been able to handle when you know when I was fifteen, sixteen games that I wouldn't have been able to buy. But yeah, it's got to be under the discretion of somebody who has like you know my best interests at heart and the responsibility to put those restrictions upon me mm. but exactly. it, again like going with the films like you know you, you take james bond for example or like the mm. bourne films like they don't have very high ratings at least i don't think bourne has a very high rating james bond certainly doesn't no no i think bond- those are pg mm. yeah and like there is some stuff that like i remember when i was watching a, a james bond film when i was like under the age of 10 and like jaws scared the crap out of me mm-hmm. because <laughs> It was just like 
wherever you go, like wherever you try to hide, he will always get you because he can just like bite through everything. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like at the same time, like a year or two later, I was, I, I was playing Duke Nukem 3D, and that's an 18 certificate game, and it was just like, well, I'm just shooting some aliens. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Different children are sensitive to different things. Yeah, definitely. And different people interpret things differently as well. Exactly. Not everybody think... plays a game and is just like, oh, I want to go shoot people now. This is fun. Not everybody does that. I think, I think regardless yeah, I think of how, how the kid kids react to the games, it's still up to the parents to actually, you know, parent. Yeah, definitely. Like If you could, if you want to buy like an emulator game for your kid, you're going to have to sit down and supervise him when he plays it, when he or she plays it. Yeah. I know my, my parents banned me from playing FF9 when I was young. Wow. Because of how really uh, the creature designs were kind of demonic looking. So they're like, no, you can't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that links yeah. in with what Coromor said. Yeah, Cor- Coromor said if the adult is making an informed decision about what M-rated games mean. And if they feel feel their kid is responsible enough, for example, when when Coromor was 11, so the, the first SOCOM game came out. And it was rated M, and his parents bought it for him, and there was no problem with it. I- I'm sure it came out fine. <laughs> we hope so. He's posting yeah. on our forums, and our forums are a respectable place mm-hmm. to hang out. It's, it's just when, like, yes, it's it's only ever when problems happen that people complain. Like, you know, someone mm-hmm. who played Modern Warfare Two went out and killed someone. But that feels, there's nothing to say they wouldn't like, have done that anyway. Yeah, it's pointing yeah. the finger. Isn't yeah, it? Just, they, wants they just don't want to take blame. responsibility. Exactly. I mean, if you look at mm. how many like horror, like Saw, for example, or Hostel, those films are mm. absolutely horrible, and no one even bats an eyelid and goes, "Ah, oh, well, maybe they're going to psychologically affect people mm. and make them go out and do um, things." Okay, I remember but, Aliens. Exactly. Aliens. That that is a critically acclaimed movie. When I watched, my dad made me watch it with him. But this was when I was like. I don't know, really, really young, not even a teenager yet, and I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> were Were you um, tortured by that for years? Mm, no, I just learned to always look up because yeah. that's where they'll be. <laughs> so I don't, well, my, I don't think my don't parents think... let me watch X Files, and that made me run. Mm, yeah, X Files as well. Room, screaming, crying. I mean, the I... Exorcist. Hmm? Oh, you mean you said the X Files? I was gonna say, yeah. wait, your parents let you watch the Exorcist when you were a kid? What? <laughs> no, no, my parents wouldn't even watch the Exorcist. It's the thing, like pe- oh, parents oh. have an idea about films and TV. Like you know, there's the watershed, and like you know, people know what they can and can't let their children watch. But with games, people just are like, oh, it's a toy, you know, it, you know, it's nothing yeah. bad. It's not. And then I think you know, in this... they do find out that bad things are happening, then they suddenly get all overprotective and start yeah. saying it's the company's fault instead of their own. Yeah. Because yeah. they have the preconception that it's a toy, it's a, it's a thing for a plaything for kids, when it really is ju- just another form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you know, even the Wii's. There are mature games on the Wii, which per- most parents probably don't even realise because you know that's like the most childish of the console. Hmm. It's like you know, I was playing Dead Space Extraction. There's a point where you have to hack off your own arm <laughs> using Jeez. the motion controls. Yeah, that's not nice. And There's it's like, one in you know, Godfather a kid as well, that. where you have to choke somebody. Manhunt, great, great game. Oh, that, that <laughs> game is... We won't even get into that. <laughs> that. That is a game you keep your kids away from. But it's yeah. like, even if they did play it, though, like, you have to... It, it really is down to the parents and to know what their child is like. Because if the child knows it's a game, it, it's like, you know, playing Grand Theft Auto, there are, there are loads of things that you can do in Grand Theft Auto. Getting prostitutes is one of them. 
I never. I've played Grand Theft Auto. I've played all of them. I've never ever once even got a prostitute, and then I've never because I've never done that. I've never killed them either, and that was one of the biggest controversies mm-hmm. that you can get a prostitute and kill it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, but no, no one does that. Like, what's the point? Oh, you can get your money back, but you could just go and do something else that makes you about twenty times more. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, Karma adds adds on to what he said earlier. However, if they just buy their kid whatever they want, I feel bad for the kid and the parents because that's that's just poor parenting. But not really a problem with the games or exactly. how they are sold. Yeah. I think yeah, I was gonna say that is. I think that was something that a lot of people, a lot of um, members of the forum said. They they thought you know. Parents have got to do their job, and it's not up to anybody else. And although th- although this is an issue, it it wouldn't be as much of an issue if if parents were taking their responsibilities mm-hmm. and actually, and actually researching these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you mm-hmm. care for your child, you will look up for them. So I mean, Adam kind of agrees. He said um, most of these arguments don't even take into consideration the emotional development of a child. Some kids can handle more mature situations; others can't. It's a pretty subjective mm. question, depending on the emotional development of the child. And then he goes on to say, uh, that said, um, stupid parents raise stupid children. So you'd also expect a stupid parent to make stupid decisions. Completely aside from the law, whether it's wrong or not is contextual. The same way that you would be wrong for taking a five-year-old to see Scream 5. What what kind <laughs> of long-term damage would it have, though? Like, Would it make any difference? It, you know, It might, it might not. I think it really just depends on yeah, the child. Yeah, it really does depend. Okay, I have an example here. Mm-hmm. My friend, when he was, I don't know, eight years old, he watched The the Ring or Jew, or Jew Wants to Grudge. Yeah, The Ring. The original Japanese Ringo. horror film, The Ring. And he mm. thought it was a comedy because he had no idea what was going on. Uh, <laughs> I have to admit, those films still scare me. I can't watch uh, Jew Although, on by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched... Here's one example of mine. Um, I actually... My mom had a very, very big obsession with um, Keanu Reeves when I was really young. Speed. And so she used to watch a lot of Keanu Reeves movies, and one of them was Point Break. And apparently she had me watch it one day, and um, I went up to my (coughs) great-grandmother while my great-grandmother was uh, babysitting me, and told her to go F herself up. Wow. Wow. But it's just like, you know, even though I said that then, I didn't say it afterwards. There has been no, there has been no time that, like, anybody's told me where I was, like, a problem child. I was, like, a decent kid. I was I mean, even then, did you, when you said it, did you even know what it meant? No. You were just That's repeating right. yeah, something you just heard. Kids just I was just repeating imi- what I heard. What they see. But then that, would mm. they imitate, like, gun violence and stuff because they see it in the game? That that is a very That's tough question to answer. So, it's a hard it's, one to call. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. People, in some, people in some, say that to a certain degree, it will probably influence them. But if their parents do their job people, and actually teach I think, them, the shit. Well, I you know, going on with Adam point, Adam's point, I think it depends on the child because, you know, if you're a relatively intelligent child, then you know, like what's right and wrong. Like yeah, but even then, the that also depends on you, the parents and how they raise the child. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. if you've got like a, you know, a lot of you know, I'm going to generalize here, but quite a lot of parents these days, they they're more concerned with their careers or whatever. They kind of mm-hmm. their kids are just kind of there, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they're, they're really, accessories. They they just kind of just do whatever. Yeah, have Halo, have Xbox Live. As long as it keeps the, the kid busy. Exactly. Yeah, the kid busy and stops them from whining. And I think it, you know, in that from that perspective, it, it's bad. But I think you know, the, the children don't get much credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of children are a lot more mature than the, their... There is this whole thing, especially in America, where children have to be protected. But it's like, that's only started coming up in really the last, like, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah. it was like, children need to grow up. Get out yeah. of the house. Get some responsibility. And now Hard it's knocks. like, no, no, they must take children as long as they can. We, we must not purge their innocence. Don't spank yeah. them. <laughs> Talk to them. It's like... Yeah. I feel like it's just been the issue with just news. I really think that's the biggest issue that we're having, is just that the news is making so many people afraid of everything, and they yeah. have to put the blame on something. It is. I mean, like, so... if, you, if you think about something simple, like... If uh, like an eleven-year-old child sees a naked lady, there would be outcry now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a problem which doesn't just affect video games. It's a general issue mm-hmm. that our society yeah. is. Yeah. People just want to video pin games it on happen video to be games. the thing. Just that, like they were yeah. being pinned on movies, comic books, rock and roll. It's just video yeah. games' is turn to have mm-hmm. the finger pointed at them. I think. Although, when's the next thing yeah. going to come along? Because it's been video games for uh, quite a while now. Yeah, maybe it's time it comes back around. <laughs> it's going to be back to this... rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, do you want to finish this section up with Eskimo Keith's quote? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Eskimo Keith actually had something very silly to say. I, I actually really liked I believe this. he meant he, he was being very serious when he said this, Lauren. <laughs> I know. It's funny, but it's very true what he said. It's, it's funny, but it's very yeah. true. You know, it's, it's kind of like that double thing. It says, and FYI, if you think you're mature enough at 15 to expose yourself to an 18 rated um, to 18 rated material, then you're mature enough to wait three years to find out. I totally agree with what he says. <laughs> it's very true. I believe that deserves some snaps. If we were in a beatnik club, I think uh, Nick deserves some peaches. Oh, snap. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny though, because <laughs> it's like, especially over here, because you have like the 12, 15, 18 certificate things. It's like, so if you're 17 and 364 days, you're not mature enough to watch a film. Mm-hmm. But that one more day makes all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's move this on to our question segment, which is, again, from Tokamek. I think we He's have on a new member of month. the month. Yeah, he was on member a roll. Of the month. <laughs> he sent us a question asking... Do you think bringing a new protagonist into Assassin's Creed 3 is the way forward for the series? If you do, why? If you don't, what do you think is the way forward? And why? I think Daryl yes, should take this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Got strong opinions. Go for it. I have strong opinions about everything. I, I think <laughs> what they're doing with uh, Revelations is the correct thing. Um, yeah. Well, I'm another. on the fence about Revelations. Yeah, well, you're always on the fence mm. about everything. <laughs> That's One has strong opinions, but one's always on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I think that really they can't do anything else other than put a new protagonist in because Assassin's yeah. Creed had one, Assassin's Creed 2 had one and uh, people think that they're stringing out Ezio I don't think they are I think they are I'm, I'm not necessarily sure it was, this was what they planned to do I'm sure that there's but still plenty to tell with Ezio yeah because exactly it's not un- like unanswered the... questions in Brotherhood Definitely. it's not like Brotherhood was a, a crappy cash-in it was Brotherhood better was than most other games a true sequel than any other and, sequel and game. Exactly. And Revelations will be yeah. the same. Like, are they using him too much? Well, I think it's right that they should take Ezio to the end of his story. Because, mm-hmm. like, Brotherhood didn't really conclude anything. My sure, question I mean, is whether this is story they're making up as they're going along. Yeah, that's Did what I was saying. Did they originally plan this? It's just like Kingdom Hearts. It intended. It's like The Matrix as well, or whatever. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... 
there, there's two ways looking at it. like i know i think colin is with me that we don't really care about the people in the past it's about desmond no, yeah and Desmond's like, story i was telling astaris before that assassin's creed 3 is i don't think so much that they're gonna have a brand new protagonist but it's gonna be desmond yeah yeah, I think it I, depends on when the end of the series is. I think yeah, the very think, last game yeah. will be mostly Desmond. But there never will be Definitely. a last game. Well, I mean, there's you, got to you, be because they've only got like seventy something up days. To it with with brother, Brotherhood, you got a bit more. But they could go after, and then Revelations, yeah. you're going to get even more of Desmond. Because one of the but questions. Really feel, go, go. Oh, I was just going to say, I just really feel like this whole Ezio thing is just really, really good from a marketing perspective. Like oh yeah, definitely. People like Ezio. He's like, an Italian I mean, stud. They have a whole new writer now. Like you know, the original guy left, so it's it's going to be really difficult if they just threw in a whole new protagonist. Yeah, I, I like, think. All right, part, let's part try of Revelations this. is the that kind of stalling for time. Tester. Mm. And are they are yeah. they actually developing three already? Have I would imagine so. I, I would imagine that's coming out. They're next probably thinking. doing it in parallel. Yeah. Even as far back as Brotherhood because yeah it wouldn't surprise me as soon as Assassin's Creed 2 stopped it wouldn't surprise me if they started in 3 Brotherhood was huge I mean the amount of stuff they added was a lot but then it was built off of Mm. Assassin's Creed 2 like they openly admitted that I feel like it's not like it was just testing the multiplayer yeah I mean Mm. they, they basically were like well, we can we can while we're waiting for Assassin's Creed Three, we can put out other stuff for people to play. Like, mm-hmm. what would you prefer? I've been play, playing nothing or playing something. And it's not like these games are of bad quality; they're actually really good. They're just exactly. as playable. Hmm. No, I definitely think they should have a new protagonist for Three, though. It. I don't. I would. It would make me scratch my head and say, "What?" If they had Ezio. Yeah. No, three. I don't think they'll have. Uh, oh, I that's think, never going. That won't happen. I think with three, mm-hmm. three with Assassin's Creed three, if they're gonna put Ezio back in, it's gonna be like how they did Altair. Well, they've already said they're gonna have a new protagonist. Yeah. So yeah. In mm-hmm. case you did, guys didn't know that. <coughs> but I also kind of have a gut feeling that perhaps it will be less Ezio one because I feel like he might die. He's, he's going to die eventually. Well, he's going to die at some but point. But he has to that's die history. eventually. <laughs> Same with all time. All time have to die at some I, point. I feel like I feel like that might be the thing. I feel like his end of the story might be his death. Yeah, that's, that's a, just ooh, a but theory. Then because theories. of the whole thing, it works. You could, they could always go back further into the past and do something else. Mm, do DLC. They could continue Definitely. doing it if they wanted to, but. I think it's very smart of them to do it because, yeah, as Colin said, Ezio is a character. Altair didn't really work for them. No. no. Like, the concept Mm-mm. of the game worked. People liked it. They changed it but all. Altair was a character the that things, they didn't yeah, he was really flesh out that much. They didn't, mm-hmm. He didn't ever really talk. Ed, he was pretty see, generic. Compared to Ezio, Ezio had personality. He had charm. He, Everybody yeah. liked him. Or most people liked him. And you really had a heart for him as well, especially with like everything that happened. See, he, yeah, they he gave him the sub human. story at the start as well. But then at the mm. end of the day, he is still not the purpose of the game. Yeah, that's no. true. Desmond, Desmond is the purpose is. of the yeah. game. They need to flesh I've... Desmond out in Revelations. Yeah. I agree. I think they well, were because they said they I were going to do that in Brotherhood, but it didn't really work they out. They did so well. a little bit, but not really the, enough because you could skip all of his parts of the story. If you've played the, um, the Da Vinci disappearance, it yeah. kind of leads into that because Desmond is in a coma right now. Spoiler. Sorry, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Colin. What? Well, it's, it's DLC. Not everybody yeah. will buy it. <laughs> not everyone's played the game. That's true. Um. But yeah, uh, I think it. I think it's good that they're doing it this way because, like, like it, yeah, Brotherhood was a main game. It's not like the handheld games, which are crap. Oh, the handheld game, oh, games are terrible. No, just yeah. don't play those. Just skip those. They yeah, they don't even make. Them. They don't even relate to the main canon that much. Or at the all. The thing is, though, 
if if Revelations isn't as good as Brotherhood, people will be angry. I think it oh, will be yeah. as good. I don't, I don't reckon they'll take a step backwards. It could get better, but it can't get any worse. Yeah, I mean, even that's if my it, personal yeah. opinion. They can, I don't think. That, yeah, I don't think they can get worse than bro- Brotherhood. I mean, the foundation is there. They they'll just be building. Yeah, on it's it. just about whether it, yeah. if it's the same kind of thing. Like if they don't really add anything, that's when people are going to start getting annoyed. Because when there was the famous, mm-hmm. I think I think it was on Wired, there was a review and the guy just said. Well, this is no different from DLC, and it's like, um, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all of Rome. And they put in like all the Sorry things, like the challenges. You. They put in all the multiplayer. They completely changed how you yeah. re- renovate everything. And that's the thing mm. that, unlike the rest of Ubisoft, sorry for slagging off Ubisoft, but with Assassin's Creed, they actually pay attention to what people say. Like, if you think about the changes mm. they made between Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed Two. They basically changed the entire game and like, listened to so everyone's better. feedback. And they did exactly the exactly. same with Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 2. You could be sure so they're going to do the same with Revelations. Yeah. I mean, and there's things yeah, that are But changing. I feel like Revelations might be played a little safe. I mean, especially with the fact that they had Ezio coming back. I feel like they're going to add stuff, but I feel like they're still going to try to play it really safe in order to not like make anybody angry. I think that's just... That's just my I think that the biggest question about Assassin's Creed 3, more than the protagonist, is just simply the era it's going to be set in. I think that could be the yeah. World War II one. But that, I think that brings but, that way too close to modern day. But what difference does it make? Because they well. can always go modern day and then go back again. If anything, oh, I, I think, think they should do Industrial sense. Revolution. Because that's when a lot of inventions I came Genghis out. Khan. I mean, if you look at Assassin's Ooh. Creed 1 and then Assassin's Creed Two, you have the you have the Renaissance, and that's when like the art mm-hmm. the art was was flourishing, science was flourishing, all these inventions. So I think Industrial Revolution is a good setting for. Them. Yeah, I mean it would be taking a step back, but I've always been interested in uh, their ideas for having him in um, the Genghis Khan era, like you know, um, well, actually have him be like one of the characters. That Genghis Khan is mentioned awesome. in the history because. That's yeah, why that's why this revelations is taking place. In case you didn't know, because Altair mm. went to stop Genghis Khan, and that's why he went to Turkey, gotcha. which is why Ezio can then following well, his ancestors' whatever. footsteps. Yeah, he's following in Altair's footsteps into Mongolia. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. That's awesome. See, the law of Assassin's there Creed is very big. You're learning something new every day. In, yes. In, in, for, to um, to go with Chloe's question from earlier, though, what could they do in the future? Um, when I asked Ubisoft that, I came up with a theory of my own, which is where um, there's nothing to stop them from saying, like, we'll end Desmond's story and we'll go into the future and look at some of Des- Desmond's ascendants. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they can walk in Desmond's Or look at, like, steps. Minerva or something like that. I, I think that it's going to be a... They have to do it at some point where you go back and, and uh, look at life where it was when those who came before that era... It mm-hmm. has to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. I really hope that they already know what they're doing in the series. I hope that they're not just going to th- make it up. I think there along. will have been a plan. Like Patrice yeah. will have made like this is what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And like I think with Revelations, they may be fleshing it out a bit. Yeah. There's, but there's always room for mm-hmm. expansion, and there's nothing to say that some other guy is going to come along and he's, he he's not good enough to make the story better. Mm-hmm. He may not be good enough to make the story better, but he may be. It's just those things. You know, you, you know, know who I think should go. handle Assassin's Creed now. Hideo Kojima. Jade Raymond. <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> you got a giant walking battle tanks. And then it tanks. would go on forever. It, it is crazy. Assassin's Creed. It will, he is it, a fan of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It, it's like the only franchise now that has a consistent story that people actually care about. 
Mm. Like Ma- Mass Effect mm. is probably the only thing that is comparable. But that's going to end on after three. Yeah. yeah. Well, that story arc's going to end. But even mm. that, like, I don't see like when they had the Assassin's Creed teasers and stuff. Everyone was going absolutely crazy trying to decipher everything, and like people figured out it was happening in Turkey way before they actually announced. <laughs> that it was, was sort of because people were sort of hoping it was going to be Assassin's Creed three, though. I mean, when they showed the Hagia Sophia, yeah, I had a orgasm. I learned all, as soon as they as soon as they had it was. As soon as they uh, announced it was Revelations, I pretty much knew it wasn't 3. Yeah, I mean, I they didn't yeah. have it 3 in yeah. mind. It was Revelations. It, it sounded either like a Facebook game or another one like Brotherhood. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just the amount of effort people put in, like, you know, someone figured out it was the... the, the there was a tiny silhouette of a map in there which someone figured out was the <laughs> region around Greece and Turkey. Somehow. No, no, That's they the had, level they of had fandom. That, that round circular I know, object, the level of dedication. That came from the island of Crete around Greece that was one of the mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no other there's no other franchise right now or that I can even really think of that has inspired gamers this much yeah it's true because like you know Modern Warfare has the fans but they're all brain dead zombies <laughs> oh <laughs> No, I think Daryl, that, I that think... might be taking it a bit too. No, much. no, I think, I think they're just, they'll... just telling the truth. They can't handle the truth. That's their problem. I know. They'll, they'll buy it, whatever it is, as shown mm. by the fact that people keep buying it. Even Modern Warfare the same game. was so no matter what. Yeah. There's nothing cool like other than the multiplayer. Like you know, what is there to be excited about? The story, which is ridiculous, and probably will only last like five hours. Hmm. I think that's insulting. Everyone knows what they're getting with Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> They know exactly. You don't know what you can. You do not know what you're going to get with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and I think they're always going to for at least until three comes out. I don't know whether there's going to be more fleshing out and sort of in between games, but people will continue to anticipate these games. Three will be 2012. I mean, Ubisoft can just keep releasing DLC in between, like how they've done with Brotherhood. Mm. Yeah, I think I just can't wait to see what the next assassin's personality it's be a woman. is going to be like. It has to be a woman. They're going to have to do that oh, at some point. That would be insane. Hopefully, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a huge theory I have, which I shared with Colin and Lauren around the time we completed Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, as to why it will be a, a woman. But I'm not going to share that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. Uh, I think we rounded that one out quite fully. I think we talked more about Revelations than we did three. Yeah. That's because it's the next one. It's the next one. It's the go. only one we know fairly like mm-hmm. something about. We like we have no idea what Assassin's Creed. There's three also is Lost specifically. Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy. Yeah. Whoa. No, nobody. You, you know what I'm hoping? I, I hope that they do another. <laughs> Live action film like Lineage because that was actually quite good. Oh they my are. gosh, they're making one. Wasn't that epic? They're making one. They got rights to do that. that. It's awesome. already in production, as well as <laughs> a Splinter really Cell cool. film and a Ghost Recon film. I'm also hoping if you guys if you guys uh, keep up with this at all, um, the last Assassin's Creed they released, uh, they had a video contest where people could create their own assassins video and then like they just you know won some kind of prize or something i forget what they oh yeah i remember that from somewhere they won a hidden blade submitted their someone did make a hidden blade that was amazing i've seen loads of those yeah yeah tom quickly so i i I definitely want to keep my eyes out for that i really hope that they have another one of those for revelations i think that would be really cool so there you go we're all very excited for new assassin's creed we're all fangirls we're all. Mm-hmm. I I I sit on the fence, and sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I don't. You sit on the fence, but you love it. <laughs> you know you love it. I, you you yeah. absolutely love you can't it. Yeah, deny I could it. say yeah. I really hate this game, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> There's a difference between the, the, the handhelds. No one buys them. 
No, you nobody goes. Because we all know that's yeah. crap. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's more than enough content for you guys this week. Um, a little reminder for everybody, you can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, or you can download each separate episode directly from GamingUnion.net. While you're there, you can sign up for our forums to join in with the discussions. We regularly feature threads created by the community on the show, and you can respond to anything on the podcast, as I said before, in the podcast feeds, and you may just get featured. You may. We also have a section... (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) We also have a section for asking us podcast questions, so if you have any burning questions, like about Assassin's Creed 3, but we've already talked about that loads. So don't. But ask feel that free one to again. talk about it more. Assassin's Creed Four. <laughs> yeah. Tell us that you think our theories are wrong. <laughs> Tell us yeah. your theories, yes. and I will smite you because my theory is right. Yeah. If you if you have any <laughs> amazing Assassin's Creed theories, do share them with us because we the will thread. read them out on the podcast. Yeah. Because we love Assassin's Maybe. Creed. Maybe we should just have an Assassin's Creed podcast. Mm. We could probably talk about it. Forever. I think we should have an Assassin's episode Creed just dedicated Union. to Assassin's Creed. Maybe we should do that when Assassin's Three comes out. Yeah. Maybe if we Assassini. gain more hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> we were just watching Twenty Four. Actually, Laura and I were watching the first season of Twenty Four, and um, there was a part where there are some assassins, and the first thing that Lauren shouted was Assassini. <laughs> She's now gone away, so she didn't hear any of that. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> You just missed everything I just said. And it was directed at you. Oh. Just shout Assassini again. Oh, Assassini! <laughs> Sorry. My dad was yelling at me. Oh, okay. Okay, um, next Tuesday's episode will be Final Fantasy Union with Daryl. And the next mini gap will release on 14th of June. That'll be after right, E3. right after E3. So we'll have lots of E3 uh, Are we going to have an E3 special? I don't know. I think we may have a Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union special. Mm. Oh, this show is not important enough to have an E3 special. Because you're well, not going. There are. That's true. No, I'm not going. The host is I, going. Yeah, we're not having we... a special on E3 because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have some interesting things lined up for Square Enix. Yep. We... That's all Ooh, I'm going to say. Can't Ooh, say excitement. anything more. Yeah. Keep your eyes out. Nope, nope. If there's any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know via any of the shows or on Twitter or on the forums or Facebook. Facebook. Pigeon. There's in that Facebook. There's more than enough O's in Facebook. So, does everybody mm. want to say their... G- oh, no, wait, I have to say where the Twitter is. Bugger. You can... <laughs> Keep that in there. Yes. <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter. That's at Gaming Union, all one word. Um, we're all personally on Twitter as well. You can find what our profile names Stalk are. Stalk on Colin the forums. especially. Yes, yeah, well, I'm the one manning the Gaming Union Twitter feed, so... Feel free to stalk me if you dare. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you dare. Uh, Okay, does everyone want to say their goodbyes now? No, because there's one more thing you need to say. What's that? That's to remind people that they need to join us on Uncharted 2 because PlayStation Network is back up. Yes! Yay! We are planning momentarily. Well, it would have been three days, four days ago once you listened to this podcast. So just grab yourself a few more. And well join done. Us 161 days till Uncharted 3 comes Are you out? still counting? That is impressive. Yeah, of course I'm still counting. I, I see the countdown. Every Maybe day. I'll have some money in order to buy Maybe it. I'll Save have up. You should work. She just wants for to Uncharted see if 3. she wants to see if she's going to be in the game again. I'm going to be in the game. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, goodbyes. Goodbye. 
Bye bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I'm Masara saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and GamingUnion.net production. Thank you.